Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. We are here celebrating the Bentonville Film Festival with a documentary called Mixtape Trilogy, Stories of the Power of Music. And we're sitting down with the writer, producer, and director, Kathleen Ermitage. Thank you so much for being with us, Kathleen. Thank you for having me. Can you introduce our audience to your documentary? Sure. We put together three stories that explore the relationship between musicians and their fans. And we have diverse music, diverse subjects. So uh, features the Indigo Girls of uh, jazz artists. He's based in Harlem. His name's Vijay Iyer and um, Talib Kweli, the hip hop artist. It is such a diverse uh diverse stories that you're telling. I do want to know and, and want to ask the obvious question. How did you find these people? Um, because the stories are, they're so, they're magical actually. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. We think we're, they're kind of magical too. I watched it again just last night. <laughs> I haven't gotten tired of it yet. Um, <laughs> that's a good that's sign. A good sign. <laughs> yeah. Good thing. Um, yeah. So I, um, like I said, I wanted to have diverse subjects in the film and I wanted to have, uh, people that, uh, challenged me in different ways, not just their music, but their ideas. Um, and I uh, first came across Mike Ford, the hip hop architect, actually, who's not a musician. Um, I found his story compelling and he lives in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm in Denver and he was out in the Denver area for a, a conference. And I, this was in 2018. I asked if I could meet him. We met outside the airport. So um, I said, you know, I'd like you to be in my film. I'm not quite sure how I'm going to put this together yet. Um, but his was such a compelling story. I wanted to, push, and he did challenge me in the first conversation that we had. Um, like, perfect. He's going to be in the film. And then the others, um, you know, I had a list of artists that I was hoping that we could have in the film. Um, and the kind of the criteria or the hope that I had was that we could have artists that were able to talk about the process of making their music because uh, not all music artists are that, you know, interested in doing that. They like to keep the mystery kind of going. Um, but that was something I was very interested in. I wanted to kind of look at that space in between that forms a relationship between the musician and, and a, and a fan. So what's going on there. So that for me had everything to do with the inspiration for a piece of music, the um, not necessarily intention, but you know, what got the process started. So that was one of the other criteria. So Indigo Girls was at uh, the, you know, I was so happy that they agreed to be in our film. I ran up and down the hall yelling and, you know, cheering when I learned they were, they were going to be in it. Um, Vijay Iyer has a very active uh, Twitter feed and I was also very, it's kind of an advocacy. And um, in addition to his music, which I was remotely familiar with, um, that got me more engaged. It's just a fascinating guy. Um, and then Talib Kweli, um, so well-respected and just such dense. I mean, I studied literature, so 
you know, for for me, his work is poetry, and it's so uh, it has such a depth to it. So that's how we chose everyone. Garnett Cadogan, um, we did some research and, and learned a little bit more about some of the people that were, um, you know, fans of Vijay for a, a while. And Garnett's story is just as compelling as all the others. It's funny how you talk about musicians wanting to keep their process a secret. Like I hear the Indigo Girls process. That doesn't mean I I can now write an Indigo <laughs> yeah. Girls song. Like, come on, right. I, this is not going to happen. Exactly. They're not giving away trade secrets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, what I do love about this film is your portrayal of these fans, not as screaming, crying, fainting at these concerts, but they're sort of like equals or, you know, partners. There's a partnership between the fan and the artist. So can you talk about this intention and how hard it was for you to, to make sure that came across. Yeah, thank you for noticing that. Um, I think over the course of the filming, I, filmmaking, I was exploring the relationships. I'm following the subjects, right? They're taking me where the story needs to go. I didn't necessarily know, you know, the depth of the relationship or how in many cases the fans are or admirers of the music are influencing the artists in some way. But there was one idea that I had. I, I don't know if you saw the uh, Bruce Springsteen on Broadway, either in person or the film, but no. he, he kind of covers that half of the equation where he's speaking about sort of the stories of his life and how they inspired all these different pieces of music. And I was curious when I was watching that, like what's on the other end of that? Because I see it more as a, a, a bit of a conversation. Um, and I think that's what we found in the course of the filmmaking and what we have in the film. While I was watching this documentary, I'm just curious to know, because it, this feels like a setup for an episodic or a series is there, I know this is looking into the future, but do you think that there could be a possibility? Because the stories are probably endless. Oh, well, Aaron, I would love that. that <laughs> I mean, it would, it would be so much fun. And I've had many people say that. Um, many people have approached me and said, oh, this would be so great if you could, you know, keep going. And I think there's a, an, I won't say an infinite number of stories, but I do think there's a, a lot of them. And as I was making this, it did make me curious about, um, yeah, I wonder if we could make more of these or if um, we could find um, those little, um, those little corners of the world where there's musicians that I don't even know about, you know, that inspire people in other ways. I think there's a lot to mine there. Yeah, well, I hope. Yeah, I agree. And that was going to be one of my questions, too. Do oh, you sorry. have? Yeah, no, but do you have some cutting room floor musicians yeah. that you reached out to for this one that you would love to to maybe reach out to again oh. in the future? We, you know, not not none of the musicians ended up on the cutting room floor. We were really fortunate um, with the three that we um, have in the film. We didn't have to, you know, move on to someone else or anything like that. Everything, we were pretty efficient in our filmmaking. Um, some of that had to do with the pandemic. You know, we had to, we were actually a little bit short. Um, we had two more shoots to go when everything kind of shut down. So I'm sure you've heard the story before, but, you know, having to find creative ways to finish things. Um, so we had, you know, uh, there wasn't a lot left on the cutting room floor um, in terms of the musicians, um, but we did have a lot of interviews. Like with Vijay Iyer, we interviewed him several times. 
Um, it took a, a little while to kind of get to the heart of things with each of them because they're, um, meaning the fans, they're, they're trusting us with their story. And we want to be able to spend the time with them and find the things that really make it engaging and compelling and um, fun to watch for an audience. Yeah, I, I wanted to say um, I I loved the the eye to um, at least for Dylan and for Mike the social justice um, work that they're doing, and I I feels like Garnett is also a part of that as well. It may be in a different way, but can you talk about those storylines as well? Yeah, thank you for noticing that too. You know, we didn't want to like hit anybody over the head with all that. I think everybody, for the most part, is it's a, we, we were living in interesting times. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And um, it, it, we've, I felt, we felt that we had a responsibility if it was there to go there. Um, so yes, each of the stories has a social justice uh, kind of theme within it. And um, we weren't sure how much to spend on that. We did talk about it at the beginning of the filmmaking process. You know, when we had the stories, carved out who the artists and who the fans were going to be. And then again, following the story, right? Finding the things that really moved people and um, inspired them. You know, how many of us have listened to a piece of music and we have cried in the car or um, have been inspired to do something of our own that maybe that we hadn't thought to do before um, because the music artists um, moved us in such a way. Um, I think all of these stories have that, and we tried to craft each one in a way so that um, we let that kind of shine through with each subject. And I mean, the artists too, in, in their work, whether it's their music or uh, the use of social media was, um, we didn't go into it a lot in the film. Um, actually, I don't think we went into it at all, talking about how social media really moves people to make social change. Um, that's definitely something that Vijay uses. And I found that compelling about him. You know, he's, I don't know how he does all of the things that he does. Um, he composes, he, you know, teaches, he performs, and then he he's such an advocate. Um, and it's just part of the fabric of who all of these people are. Right, right. And that, and that goes along with kind of one of my favorite sentiments in the film is that the, that music has the political power to help people imagine a world other than the one we're in and to unite. Um, so I'm wondering if, you know, if we're defining political power in that sense, do you believe that all music is political in its own way? You know, that's a great question. I think about that a lot because I think when, even when I watched this film last night with some friends who hadn't seen it before, they said, Oh, this is pretty deep. <laughs> were, you know, there and music is great. There's so many different ways to tap into it and to enjoy it. So I think that, you know, having a great time, getting sort of that catharsis, dancing with your friends, all that is another sort of political act. I think Vijay touches on that a little bit. There's something cut about that out-of-body experience in a way that can help you detach from maybe things that are overwhelming in your head and then maybe that breaks something free in your spirit and you're able to go out and do more of what you're meant to do. Um, but I do think that what I learned in the film um, was, and it was a learning experience for me, which made it fun to make, 
was that, you know, especially like we were saying, it's an interesting time. It's a challenging time. I think it's overwhelming. Um, I know I found it. So through the course of the pandemic and even now politically, I just, I, I'm not quite sure how to process everything. I found that music brings, it brings people together. And that was the idea that actually started the project, which was how does music connect people? Um, the executive producer that uh, I'm working with that's on this project to put this together, his name's Alan Kogan. And that was the kernel of the idea. Um, how does music bring people together? And in his uh, mind, it had everything to do with, you know, going to jazz clubs in the 40s and 50s and people coming together from different races and, you know, classes or whatever, however you want to put it, that wouldn't ordinarily come together. And I think that is the power of music. I think that it it's a lesson that, you know, we can do so much more <laughs> by coming together than by, you know, the division and everybody going to their corners. Well, thank you so much, Kathleen, for reminding us that we are more unified than we think, <laughs> and especially through music. We really enjoyed this documentary. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about Mixtape Trilogy, Stories of the Power of Music at the Bentonville Film Festival, and we've been sitting down with the writer, producer, and director Kathleen Ermitage. You can catch the film at the festival and hopefully elsewhere in the future. Good luck and congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. <laughs>